Let's get our Bibles and everything else ready. Today I'll be concluding on the back-to-back series and um, the past two weeks I've been speaking and I've been teaching on prayer, I've been teaching on the Word of God and today we want to look at another physical need that is essential to mankind. We are going to compare it to how, or rather to what spiritual need can be connected to it. And there's a reason why we started out in worship is because we were steering up a certain environment. Amen and amen. Remember I said don't be distracted. We were steering up a certain environment. And so today I'm going to be explaining and teaching on an environment. Amen. We're going to be looking at environment and shelter. Glory to God. Um Environment and shelter are needs that we human beings actually need. It is essential for us to have an environment. It is essential for us to have a shelter. I'm going to start with the environment. There is a reason why we are here on this earth. Amen and amen. And one thing you understand is that there are so many environments out there. So many physical environments out there. Uh, I believe there are more than eight planets. Others say nine. Others will say ten. Well, depending on the on 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 the study that you undertake. But there are so many planets out there. But it's so interesting that uh, life is found on Earth. If you're going to go to a planet like Jupiter or Satan or whatsoever, you may not necessarily survive. And this is something to show you that an environment is important and necessary. Amen and amen. Now not only not only is it important to dwell here on earth, it's also important for us to understand and also recognize a specific environment which we must live in. I'll give an example. On this earth we've got different bodies, we've got different spheres, we've got water, we've got land, we've got air, and we've got other kinds of, of, of spheres. And for us, our perfect and conducive environment as physical beings is, of course, being on the land. Amen. Unless there's someone that lives in water here. Okay. Alright. Of course not. Unless there's someone that grows in the air. We will suspect you if that's the case. But anyway, so the specific environment is, is, is really, really necessary because an environment is some is a place where you source so many things. Number one, you source your protection from an environment. You source your provision. Your stability, all that is, is, is sourced from an environment. Glory to God. So, an environment is really, really important. And apart from that, just as we dwell in this environment, we also need shelter. Uh, it's, it's, it's necessary that we are all under shelter. I believe uh, most of you uh, were aware of the rains that occurred last night. It was so heavy. It was throughout the whole night. And imagine you were not under shelter at that particular moment. It was going to be little bit uh, tricky and overwhelming for you. Amen and amen. So environment is really, really necessary. Hallelujah. Now just as a physical environment is important for us as physical beings, 
we must not neglect the fact that we are not only physical beings but we are also spiritual beings amen and amen and if we are spiritual beings then there is a need for us to be located and found in a spiritual environment glory to god there is a need for us to be found in a spiritual environment remember i said in an environment you source your protection in your environment you source your provision glory to god that's why fish which are in water they do not look for protection outside water amen and amen the moment a fish will come out of water what will happen they say no i'm looking for protection it comes out of water it will die the moment a fish starts looking for food outside of water it, it may not necessarily find it its food its provision its protection its security is right there in the water right there in its environment the moment a bird of the air says let me change an environment and go and live in the waters it's gonna die amen and amen so what am i trying to say what am i trying to point out on the aspect of the environment what i'm trying to bring out to you is that when you are outside your environment you begin to malfunction glory to god when you are outside your environment you begin to malfunction have you ever wondered why god tells Adam and Eve saying if you eat of this fruit which is of this tree which you are not supposed to eat you will die it is because by virtue of them partaking that uh, 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 fruit of that tree when they partook it they were disconnected they were separated and so they left a certain spiritual environment and they died not physically but firstly spiritually hallelujah we thank god that concerning our physical environment there is nowhere where our bodies are going they will remain here whether you are alive or whether you are dead the bible says that the, the body will return back to dust so there is no there is no really a great worry about living our physical environment as 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 as, as bodies or rather as physical beings but then what we have to actually place focus on is seeing whether we have cultivated a spiritual environment around us a spiritual environment hallelujah i'm trying to be slow with this so that I, I can i can enable you to understand something now have you observed just as we are in this physical environment not every physical not every specific physical environment is good for us yes we are here on land waters are also an environment but that's not where we belong because if we as people can grow in the waters we are going to malfunction in the same way just as their spiritual environments not every spiritual environment is good for you amen not every spiritual environment is good for you ask your neighbor what spiritual environment do you do have yeah necessary it's very very necessary i'll tell you one thing about spiritual environments it's, it's it's a great mystery have you ever wondered sometimes if you're not careful you can even think the bible contradicts itself have you ever wondered what how the bible describes us being on earth yet again it says we are seated with christ in the heavenly places where are you you are here on earth again you are seated with Christ in the heavenly places 
glory to God. It may seem like there is a contradiction whatsoever. It may seem like there is a confusion. Maybe there is a mistake the author has made. No, 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 no. It's trying to show us how we can both be in a certain physical environment and also in a spiritual environment. And so today I'm going to emphasize on the need of cultivating a healthy spiritual environment. It's something that the psalmist cried when he wrote in Psalms chapter 91 saying, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. He talked about dwelling. He talked about making a habitation. He talked about making a home. Amen and amen. He talked about how it is advantageous for someone to have a home in a certain spiritual environment. He talked about how it is advantageous for someone to dwell, to make their permanent residence in a certain environment. And I love, his, I, I love the fact that he says, he that grows, not he that visits. Do you have a spiritual home or a spiritual environment that you just visit? Because if you can have, I'll, I'll, I'll describe it to you in... in, 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 in in, in, in the natural way. Imagine if where you stay at home, whether it, it may be your parents' house or whatsoever, I know you say my place, my home, whatsoever. The fact that you are home, there's a certain kind of liberty that you have. There's a certain kind of access that you have. There's a certain kind of benefit that you have. The fact that you are home, there's a certain way you can sit on the couch that you can't sit anywhere else. Amen and amen. There's a certain way you can open the fridge where you cannot open anywhere else. There's a certain way you can have access to so many things at home which you cannot have access anywhere else. And that's why the Bible tells us, the psalmist cries out saying, people need to make a habitation in the presence of God. People need to have a home in the presence of God. Why? Because if the presence of God is your home, then you've got a divine advantage. If you can have the presence of God as your home, you don't need to worry about the presence of God. Those are yours. You don't have to say... You don't, have to, you don't have to do it like when you go to a, a, someone's house and you visit and you say, I'm asking for some water to drink. No, 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 no. When the presence of God becomes your home, you don't ask for water, you get water. The reason I'm saying this is because I want you to be cautious of a certain environment that you have access to. When you, have, when you are cautious of this same environment, there are certain prayers you will not be making. Sometimes the certain prayers we make, we make it seem like we need to convince God to heal you. You make it seem like you need to convince God to touch your life. You make it seem like you need to convince God to bless you. Honestly, on the subject of healing or whatsoever, do you really need to do, Lord, please, okay, I am going on a fast, I'm going to abstain from this, but just give it to me. No, 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 no. When you are exposed to a certain environment, and this environment is your home, you have access to these things. Glory to God. Now, this saying that the presence of God is our environment, I want you to know something about the presence of God. The presence of God, 
you can influence the presence of the Lord around you. And one of the ways you can influence the presence of the Lord around you, I'm going to give two ways. There is a certain way you can influence the presence of the, the Lord around you personally, and then there's a certain way you need to influence the presence of the Lord around you corporately. When I say personally, of course, that's, this is the aspect where you have a personal relationship with God. This is an aspect where you have personal devotion with the Lord. This is an aspect where you have a personal and healthy relationship with God. What do I mean? Every day you acknowledge God as the king of, the, of your life. Every day you acknowledge God as your savior. Every day you, you cannot make any decision without God. Then you know you are home. Then you know you are home. But today, I don't want to talk about the personal environment or the personal yeah, environment that you can influence. I'm going to talk about how it is necessary to belong to a spiritual environment that is influenced corporately, as a group, as a people. As we are seated here, it is written in the scriptures that where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am. What am I trying to say? You don't need to feel it that God is here. You don't need you you don't need to see lightning to know that God is here. The Bible says they that gather, where two or three are gathered in my name, God is here. Saints of God, I want to awaken you to a certain spiritual environment. The King of Kings that created the heavens and the earth, the one that packed the sea, the one that raised the tent, is right in our midst. Ha! Right in our midst. God loves it. He loves it when people dwell together. He loves it so much that he comes all the way from heaven and says, I want to sit amongst them. Where two or three gather. And you know how God is. Or rather, you know the way heaven runs. God comes and is, and is right in our midst. You think the angels are going to say, okay, you find us. No, 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 no. They're like, ah, and go, can I? I'm coming. And that's why you can have the presence of the Lord in such an environment. And angels are also there. And in such occasions, in such moments you have to really you have to you 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 really have to what word can i use take advantage you really have to take advantage because god cannot be in your presence for nothing you really have to take advantage because in the presence of God, you, sh you are not permitted to go back the same. You are not. You are not. Honestly, have you ever wondered why this psalmist, this psalmist called David, is saying one day in the courts of God is better than a thousand days elsewhere. And he goes on to say, I would rather be a doorkeeper. Now who is speaking like this? A king. <laughs> a king who has almost everything. He said, I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord. Meaning there is a certain revelation that he got 
concerning believers gathering in a certain spiritual environment like this. He says one day in the house of the Lord. So it doesn't matter whether you came here and you slept or you came here and you just sat down. The Bible shows us the fact that you are present. The fact that you are present. I said the fact that you are present. <laughs> then something needs to change. Amen and amen. You see, the presence of God is so amazing. Imagine today if I were to pour out uh, mud, like mud on you. The fact that I've poured out mud on you, whether you like it or not, there is going to be a trace of mud that will go with you. Amen and amen. There's going to be a trace of mud that is going to go with you. This is the same thing that happens when believers gather in such an environment. The presence of God can overwhelm them, whether they feel it or not, whether you hear it or not. But the fact that the presence of God is around you, there is something you've got. There is something that you've got. Glory to the Lord. So I'm going to talk about how necessary it is, how important it is to remain in such a spiritual environment. Why is it necessary to remain in a corporate environment, an environment uh, such as this? Number one, you have access to unusual grace. You can write that down. You have access to unusual grace. I'll tell you, there are certain things that you may not see individually but when you are in an environment like this corporately you will see great results why it's because of something that i always like saying unity attracts the trinity amen and amen there are certain things while we are in a certain environment like this you may not see them when you're alone of course it is important to enjoy God and enjoy His presence alone, but being under such a spiritual environment, being under a local church, being under such an environment has got great benefits. Have you observed in the book of Acts, when the believers prayed together, the Bible says suddenly a wind came from heaven. Acts chapter number 2. A wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then the Bible says they saw tongues of fire that separated and came upon all of them. What was this happening when they were together? Well, I tried searching but I didn't see people individually having such encounters. On another occasion, the Bible says, whilst the disciples, the apostles were praying together, suddenly an earthquake. An earthquake hit the place that they were in. Well, not necessarily an earthquake that brings destruction. It was a shaking that was brought from the Lord. Imagine we're in such an environment like this and then the ground starts shaking. Wouldn't that be beautiful? It would be beautiful, but many of us would run away. So that's why. The Bible shows us of how believers, or rather people, are gathered in the name of the Lord, and the glory of the Lord fills the entire temple. That people fail to see each other. Hey, where are we? Where are you? Where are you? A spiritual environment. 
So you have access to unusual grace. Every time you are in such an environment, someone say unusual grace. Number two, being in such an environment, you have access to empowerment. You have access to empowerment. I'll tell you one thing that many people do not understand. I've, I've heard people say, at church, church, don't need to go to church. Whoever said that, go and tell them. <laughs> that is false. When someone begins to put aside the importance of church, that is very dangerous because even the scriptures actually say, do not, do not stop the habit of meeting together. Do not stop the habit of meeting together. In fact, the writer actually says, do not stop the habit of meeting together like others do. Meaning others had this habit. And this habit is called bad manners. Yes. That, that, that the apostle had to write a letter to the people saying, this habit of not gathering with the brethren, do not stop, continually meet, continually. The Bible in Acts chapter 2 says, they continually met together in Solomon's colonnade. They met together, praying, reading the word, breaking bread. They continually, it was a continuous thing. Now you see, when you are demanded to be consistent, you have to realize that in your consistency, there are different seasons. There will be seasons where things are good and there will be seasons where things are bad. So whether things are good, continue. Whether things are bad, continue. Whether things are not going on, continue. What? Continue. Why? Because it's for your benefit. There is empowerment that takes place. I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you why it is necessary for believers to actually value the place of church attendance. One of the reasons you need to value the place of church attendance is that the Bible describes us as sheep. Amen and amen. The Bible describes us as sheep. Now, one thing you have to understand about sheep is that feeding is twofold. It's what? It's twofold. Feeding is twofold, meaning sheep can eat on themselves, but then again, sheep need to be fed. Amen and amen. It is important where you get to feed alone, you read your Bible at home, and yes, that's also important. But there's a place as long as you are sheep, you need to be fed. Why? Because only the shepherd is the one that can lead you to green pastures. He's the one who knows what menu you need to eat. You don't just eat, 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 eat anything. Isn't that so? That's why a shepherd would lead the sheep and say, no, no, let's go. You eat this side, you eat this side. And have you observed, there is a striking difference between the sheep and the goat. The goat eats anything. Why, 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 why is there a striking difference? It's because goats usually would neglect shepherds. They will usually run away from shepherds that time. We see it in town. But a sheep is trained, it's actually trained to listen to one voice, one voice of the shepherd, just one. Today, if you, if, if you go to a farm where there are sheep, whether you try to say, come, sweetie, 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 come, come, whether you bring whatsoever, the sheep will just look at you and say, who are you? But they are on, but, but, but if the shepherd just says, hey, come, the sheep will go, 
Why? They've been trained to only listen to one voice. They know this one is the one who makes me eat. This one is the one who, who leads me to green pastures. Yes, I've said it. The place of studying the scriptures alone, the place of reading the word of God alone, the place of feeding on the word alone is important. But another important place is to be fed by the shepherd. Glory to God. And that's why when, when you are not, you don't have a shepherd, you are accountable to. That's why sometimes, because you are eating, eating anything, sometimes you find that people's doctrines get, you know, uh, messed up. Because sometimes we don't understand how we read the Bible. I've, I've, I've seen people in their personal time, they want to read the Bible, but they don't know how to read it. That's why we're doing a Bible study on Bible methodology to show you how to actually study the Word of God. You find that you're alone in your room, you like, I want to read the Bible, but where do I start from? You don't know. And so you say, I don't know what you do. I don't know this superstitious thing. God, do like this and do. Then you see, I will punish them for their witness. Ah, but then, let's pay some revelation. The dragon and the shark. I say, ah, no. Until you pack the Bible. That's why it's important to be fed. Because the shepherd will not to lead you to green pastures. It's not everything that, that, that is to be eaten. So coming in a certain environment like this gives you access to empowerment. Sometimes I'm intrigued because someone has learned and grown under me. I even see them sometimes when they're speaking at me. There's a guy that's speaking like me. Why? It's because of how they are eating. Amen and amen. Tell your neighbor, be empowered. Number three. It's important to be in such a spiritual environment because you are watched over. One thing you have to understand as a sheep and shepherd relationship is that the shepherd gets to watch over the sheep. There's, there's, there's a certain story, well not, it's, it's actually a real life uh, story of a certain sheep by the name of Shrek. Now, Shrek belonged, I don't know why they named it Shrek, but yeah, anyway, let me not, let me not uh, despise my dog name is Sausage, so. Yeah, so Shrek actually belonged to um, this shipboard and what happened is that Shrek actually ran away from the whole pack, the, the whole environment. And when Shrek had run away, apparently he was hiding out in the cave for about six years. Okay? And uh, after six years, Shrek was actually found. Amen. Praise God that Shrek was found. But the state in which Shrek was found was very, very shocking. Shrek had a lot of, what, what, what would you call these things? Fleece. Okay, hair. <laughs> In case uh, you may not understand what fleece is. You know what sheep are? Those ma. Yeah. We will just, uh, let me just condense it and use a simpler vocabulary. The what? Usako. Yeah. So, so, 
So, Shrek had a lot of Osakos. And, or hair, or fleece. You understand what I mean? Because he had been hiding out in a cave for six years. Now, it was amazing to find that the Osako, or the fleece of Shrek, weighed about 60 pounds. 60 pounds. When on, when normally the, the, the fleece should not even weigh more than that. It should just be under 10 pounds. It should just be under 10 pounds. But because Shrek left his environment, went to another environment, in caves, his fleece started growing. It started growing. You see, when, when you even have such heavy fleece, it will even make you struggle to start walking. 60 pounds. 60 pounds. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one thing about sheep. <laughs> Once it falls, if it had fallen down like on its back, it would have died because my legs are short. It can't, you know. And Shrek had 60 pounds of fleece which should be under only 10 pounds. What am I trying to say? Sometimes when you leave your spiritual environment, you begin to get weighed by the world. You begin to get weighed by certain things. Why? Because when you're under the, your environment, when you're under a certain spiritual environment, you are watched over. There are certain things a shepherd can see in your life and begins to shove off those fleece. He begins to shave them off. He begins to cut them off. But when you leave that environment, you become weighed by different things. And when you're weighed, you can't walk in life. And that's why every time you are facing a situation, solution is not running away from your spiritual environment. Because that's where you get yourself weighed. You get yourself weighed more and more. I'm telling you, if you are going through things, run to your spiritual environment. Run to your spiritual environment. Those things that, no, let me avoid my environment, let me avoid my spiritual environment, I want to work on my life. I want to work on my life, I want to, I just want to put my life together. I don't know where people would get those thoughts, but how? You're already confused, how will you bring this in your own life? Doesn't even the Bible say, it is the sick that need the doctor. What do I So, Abba, I'm going to try my patient, helping them, and, you know. When you are not well, never leave your spiritual environment. Come into the spiritual environment. Let the shepherd that watches over you show off those things. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, don't be like Shrek. That's why there's a demand for consistency. I'll tell you one thing about the spiritual environment. It's a blessing not only to have a shepherd, but to have fellowship. Because your fellowship will be there for you. Your fellowship will be there to encourage you. Your fellowship will be there to stand with you. There are times where a sheep can fall down. And it takes other sheep to actually help. Sometimes even if the other sheep do not or cannot manage to help, you observe that the sheep will start making noise. They'll start making noise. And the shepherd will know. Someone needs help there. But if one sheep runs away from their environment, there will be no sheep to look out for. Hallelujah. Your spiritual environment is a place for empowerment. It's a place which allows the shepherd to watch over you. Number four. Is it number four? Yeah. 
Number four, your spiritual environment is an atmosphere or gives you an atmosphere to influence change. It gives you an atmosphere to influence change. I'm telling you, when people gather in such places and choose to hold hands in prayer, they can change the world. They can change so many things. Have you observed how the believers in Acts began to pray for their fellow brother by the name of Peter, who was in prison? They were praying, 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 praying for the release of Peter. They were praying, praying, praying. I know there's a place where, yes, you can pray alone at home, but when believers gather together, ah, have you ever wondered when the scriptures say one can chase a thousand? Two can chase ten thousand. Meaning there's, there's, there's power in numbers. There's power. Hallelujah. Just with your neighbor by your side, the Bible actually says it introduces a kind of prayer called the prayer of agreement. Such that the Bible says when two or more agree, touching anything, anything, it's, the Bible says, that which you touch, it shall be done by the Father in heaven. Why? Because people have agreed. So in such places, that's why we also give time and moments for us to get to pray. Why? Because we know that if we have the opportunity to pray, we can change so many things. We can agree in prayer right now as a congregation and we can agree in prayer. Remember there was a time we agreed in prayer and we said we are going to UTH. We are going to influence change. And it was so amazing. You find someone is praying and declaring life. And you see, the way the Lord uses us is very interesting. You find someone is praying. I pray for that one who's got cancer. Another person is praying. I pray for that one that is lame. Another person is praying. I pray for that one who's not well in their body. Another person is saying, that one who's about to die, rise up. Why? We are influencing change. I like to also describe believers as bees. Have you noticed? I, I, how, many have been, how many have been stung by a bee before? Okay, quite interesting. Not, not everyone. Have you noticed one thing? If you are playing around bees, if one bee stings you, just run away. Otherwise, there's a certain pheromone that is produced that the other bees will actually get. I say, ah, 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 ah. why has this Sister Betty launched an attack this night? Why has Sister Betty launched an attack? Guys, enemy. And then the bees will follow you. And they will sting, 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 sting. You remain neighboring bees, cousin bees, Sister bees, they will all come and sting you. And this is what happens in such an environment. You find someone has a certain problem. And we say, saints of God, there's a brother, there's a sister here who's going under a spiritual attack. Stretch forth your hands to her. Stretch forth your hands. Declare grace over that person. Pray for that person. What are you doing? You are influencing change together. Have you ever wondered why the Bible in Ephesians chapter number 6 verse 18 says pray all kinds of prayers and then it says especially for, for, for the saints of God. It's very interesting. Amen. It's very interesting how that scripture comes out. Let me give you the background of that scripture. Chapter 6 of Ephesians shows us that it's, it's a chapter on spiritual warfare. It, 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 it shows us an armor that we need to put on. It says, put on the full armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wells of the enemy. Amen and amen. Now, it, it, it talks about you putting on the, sh- the shield of faith. 
the breastplate of, of, of righteousness, uh, having the sword of the spirit, the belt of truth. It's, it's talking about different things. The helmet of salvation. Amen. Now come. So, it's very interesting. It talks about the breastplate. It's talking about the helmet. It's talking about the belt of truth. It's talking about the shield of faith. It's talking about the sword of the spirit. But it's not talking about something that will guard your back. <laughs> it's not talking about something that will guard your back. It's talking about something that will guard you here in front. While we are waiting for some for 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 Paul to make mention of something that will guard your back, he changes the story and says, but begin to pray for all the saints. What is he trying to say? He's saying our prayer begins to guard someone's back. Our prayer begins to guard someone's back. So what happens is that when we are moving, you are praying, I'm praying for grace, I'm praying for power, I'm praying for strength. Meanwhile, he's striking this side, he's taking the shield, I'm praying for Sister Betty, I'm praying that she should not give up, I'm praying that she should not run away. It is striking. You are guarding each other. Hallelujah. So what am I saying? The person behind you is guarding you. The person behind you is guarding you. The person behind you is guarding you. The spiritual environment. Glory to God. Thank you. You have to appreciate it. Not you, you're a believer and you just want to say, no, I want to pray alone. Let me just uh, uh, pray alone in my, in my room and the like, shanshani, and you don't want to pray with everyone else. Glory to God. So you influence change. Number five. Such an environment is a, a, a spiritual environment such as this helps you and prepares you for godly practice. It prepares you for godly practice. What do I mean godly practice? There are certain things that we do here together that are so great. There are some times that we begin to worship the Lord. There are times that we begin to pray together. Have you observed these particular things of us worshiping the Lord, these particular things of us actually praying together are so beautiful that we will begin to do them even when we're in heaven. At church, when we come here at church, this is where together we are worshiping God. And then you say, So in heaven, we're going to go now. Some people connect my speakers or what? <laughs> oh, what will you be doing in heaven? Maybe heaven may not be the conducive place for you. <laughs> if you want to do things alone, you can go somewhere where you'll be burning. Say, in Mpuno, Shoke wa Kupo na Neka, and see and Neka. I'm, 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 I'm being burnt in the corner. Maybe. Such an environment prepares us for a godly practice. These are the things we'll be doing in heaven. While I'm holding on to the feet of Jesus for a thousand years, holding on to him, and then the rest of us will be worshipping the Lord. Of course, I'll also be worshipping. But I just, I just prayed. I, I, I said, Lord, I want to hold your feet for a thousand years. Yeah. We'll be worshiping the Lord. And we'll be singing. You are holy. Together. Sing together. Oh, are you Lord God?
If it's others, I connect with you. It is me there. Amen and amen. So there are certain people, they will have certain dreams like that. When they told Tikwan Samuel that dream, surely June 6th will come to pass. And those are the gifts that we need in the body of Christ. We need them. We need them. There are certain people, they are so gifted. God has graced them with the gifts of healings. When they come to church and you find, ah, they say, sister, what's wrong? You don't look okay. No, my, 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 my stomach is burning. And they'll just lay hands on you. And you'll be healed. Remember, the gifts, the manifestations of the, the, the gifts are for everyone to benefit. So you need to be where everyone is. Not, no, I'll stay at home. Now just watch the service live. Then when you feel the anointing, what will you lay hands on? Your phone? They have a great prophetic gift. Other people may just have the heart of encouraging you. Other people, I'll tell you one thing. There are other people, I don't know what to call them, but there are these just kinds of people, when they come to church, they just make you feel nice. They just make you feel nice. You find the person is smiling, just smiling, almost, and then you're like, oh my goodness, this person lies, right into my bed, smiling, they just make you feel nice, they brighten up your day, amen and amen, we need them, others are just there, they can be there to encourage you, others have wisdom, Unusual wisdom that they would give you certain wisdom. Okay, uh, concerning your course, I think you should do this one first, then afterwards you should do that one first. Amen and amen. We need to be there for each other. That's why even after services, Uchoka Chechu, Chechu, Waenda. No, 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 no. Next time you talk to someone afterwards, oh, hi, how are you? No, no, I just want to say hi. God bless you. No, feel good. Okay. Uh, by the time we are praying for offering and say amen, now offering is going to pass or we go get to that. You have to realize that you are valuable, each and every one of you. Very valuable. We need each other. Amen and amen. We need each other. That's what makes us better. Let us appreciate this beautiful environment. I have so many points to give. But all I'm going to say is continually be devoted in this spiritual environment continually being devoted in a corporate spiritual environment no matter how things are no matter how bad things are no matter how how you may feel be devoted hallelujah and as you also go to your homes cultivate the environment, person, keep a, a great environment with you. It's a blessing. Keep reading the word. We went back to the basics. Keep reading the word. Keep praying. 
one of the one of the reasons this year I usually write prophecies for the year. One of the reasons I did not give a prophetic picture for this year is because I noticed it's like I saw 2019 copy, then 2020 pasted. Meaning I saw the same things that I saw in 2019 which need to be corrected with prayer. I said no, people need to start praying. I I I struggled to I struggled to write because I didn't want to make myself feel like I am just declaring or speaking for bad things. I said no no no. We need to train believers who are full of the word. Believers who my goodness on the platform of prayer they are dangerous. You see, prayer is not just making noise. It's not, it's not just making noise. There are certain utterances of prayer that you can make that can change so many things. Can you say, in the name of Jesus, I influence change in my environment, and all things are working for my good. All things are working for the good of the people, for the nation of Zambia. Blessed. The Bible says, "In the word of the king, there is power." It didn't say in the noise or shiny what. We, 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 you, you are not necessarily prayerful if you just make loud prayers on Sunday. Some people, that's how you, you want to make uh, you want to deceive others that you are prayerful. But Sunday, church, you have to That's why I have to say this voice here. Yeah. Oh, Hallelujah. Stop being bitter. Pasande, No. It should be every day. It should be every day. Amen and amen. So we have concluded the back to the basic series, and we are going to take note of three things. We are going to be wordful people that love the word, people that study the word, that eat, eat, food, eating the scriptures. Knowing it, 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 it dwells in your heart. Those that live by it, and then we we'll have people who will we'll also be people that pray. There is nothing that in a strength young graduating. No, 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 no. Everything word warrior, prayer warrior. Eh? Hallelujah. And we are going to enjoy the environment of God wherever we go. Although sometimes it may, I'm telling you, when you cultivate this, you really love it. Some there was a time I I I I was cultivating the environment of God, and I sat in a bus. Then I noticed something. I sat next to someone. Eh? Who? Was practicing satanism, and I just said, "Oh, glory, glory, glory!" We're already going in the bus. The person said, "Moving the other side." Yeah. Of course, I was, I was, I was just enjoying. I was not doing hey, fire. Yeah, to go pezale lo, pezashwakale lo, musila Yesu Christo. Hey, fire! No, 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 no! I was just enjoying myself, but I was influencing a spiritual environment, which was getting the person happening. So the person started moving. The person started moving. The person started moving. So people wondering, the Chinese. Ah. Afterwards, the person got upset. Ah, 
But wait, but Nisaruka, Nisaruka. And the conductor was like, ah, but you didn't say that you were dropping off. Ah, even Nisaruka, family, I bought such a chiriza. And the person just decided to drop off. I said, hey. That's when I said, after we dropped off, Moto! Hallelujah. Cultivate that environment. Cultivate it. I don't know, were you with, were you with goods when someone manifested? Was it you? Or no, it wasn't you. Walking just poo. Walking back. When the gula bread. The person manifested. Walking just, about hundred, the journey, what, pointing at us. I mean, this is what Jesus did. Jesus would just walk, and spirits would complain. What do you want with us? It's not yet our time. They were so confused that they thought it was almost judgment day. Because of the certain environment that, that Jesus would carry. It's just walking. Amen and amen. And I'm telling you, some of you people don't know this. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. There are certain things, just because of you kindness, certain environment, there are certain accidents, many accidents that have failed. If you could only, if you could only see it from, from, from heaven's perspective, there are many accidents, some of you, just because you're in that vehicle, just because you're there. The brakes, there were no brakes in the vehicle. But the driver not quite a sharp brake. Quite a little brake, who? But because there was a Kuyela, there was, there, there, was, there was a Mary in that vehicle. My brakes who sell And this same spiritual environment that we can actually provoke, I'm telling you, many supernatural things will be happening. Many supernatural things. So many supernatural things. Amen and amen. Let's rise to our feet. in your life, he meets it. I want you for these next few minutes that we're remaining with, I want you to take advantage of the presence of the Lord that is in this place. I want you to take advantage of the environment that is in this place.